From the Edwin Cardinal O'Brien Pastoral Center in Washington, D.C., home base for the Archdiocese for the Military Services USA. This is Catholic Military Life, the only official podcast of the Archdiocese. I'm your moderator, Taylor Henry. And for this edition, my guest is Mackenzie Moss, Young Adult Missionary Coordinator here at the Archdiocese. Mackenzie, welcome. Thank you, Taylor. And our topic today is the new Archdiocesan Missionary Initiative. Mackenzie Moss, tell me, what is the AMS Missionary Initiative? The AMS Missionary Initiative um, is a new endeavor that the Archdiocese is embarking on. Um, It's created out of um, Archbishop's vision for evangelization and to reach young adults uh, and to really, you know, spread the gospel. And so this missionary initiative was created out of a desire to help Catholic chaplains do that outreach to young adults. And um, as many people might know, vocations is down. The number of people who want to become priests, let alone priests in the military, is dwindling. So anything we can do to help, that is kind of how this was created. And so we'll be sending teams of young adults to various um, military installations to help Catholic chaplains in their support to young adults to kind of help the young adults remember their baptismal call and really to help them accompany them in becoming missionary disciples. And how will they accompany young adults and how will they encourage, inspire them to become missionary disciples? First and foremost, um, through being an authentic witness. So that means these missionaries will be living, um, you know, good and holy lives. They'll be spending time in prayer, doing holy hours. And then through that, inviting people to kind of join in in this kind of lifestyle to remember that, you know, relationship with Christ is important and that your identity in Christ is kind of what leads to um, a fuller life. And so they'll be, you know, hosting Bible studies or events or, you know, come watch a video of Bishop Barron and have a beer. Um, Just ways to um, grow in your faith while still having fun. Gotcha. So let me make sure I understand. You are organizing teams of missionaries that will go out to the various installations, and their mission will be to recruit missionary disciples. Exactly. We're not sending these missionaries to different military installations to start a new program and to do everything. Instead, we're hoping that they will inspire young adults to step up, to be leaders in the Catholic faith, so that um, you know the whole community will kind of be inspired and um, excited to kind of go and do more. So, you know, the missionaries aren't going to be the catechists. They're not going to be leading our CIA. Instead, they're going to be walking with young adults who might realize, hey, you know, maybe God's calling me to do something bigger. Maybe I'll go help teach kindergarten CCD or things like that. So the missionary disciples that you're looking to uh, inspire, are they uh, active duty personnel, retired, uh, discharged, a combination? Uh, who, who are the folks you're targeting for this role? So the target community is the active duty young adults. And, you know, they claim a young adult is 18 through 39. Um, our age range will try to shoot for 18 to 29. Um, and that's mostly because these young adults who are in the active duty, especially those 18 to 24-year-olds, are often out Um, from their own home for the first time. They're experiencing their independence for the first time. And I don't know about you in college, but a lot of people use that as a time to turn away from the church. And so that's very similar within the military. Um, And so 
these missionary disciples, sorry, these AMS missionaries can be there to kind of remind them like, hey, your faith is still important. Your faith can be a part of your identity as well as a when you're a soldier or an airman or um, a midshipman, things like that, so that these um, AMS missionaries will target that community to try to help them grow in their faith as they also grow in their identity of, of active duty. I see. And you say teams. How many missionaries will be on each team, and how many teams do you have planned? Um, so there will be at least a team of four sent out. Um, we'd like to keep them teams of four. Hopefully the dream would be, you know, um, two male, two female, to try to have some gender diversity and some community within the actual team of missionaries. Um, and so the first, as we're actively recruiting right now, the first four to seven missionaries will be um, sent to one location. And then if God is so kind and gives us more missionaries, we, this fall we'll be able to go to two locations. Um, but the dream is to um, grow by at least two installations every year. And um, to follow Archbishop's uh, vision is also to go Oconus, to go outside of the U.S. as well. I see. Now, the uh, missionaries, are they full-time employees of the Archdiocese for the military services? This is a full-time position. Um, I like to say being a missionary is not a job, though. It's a vocation. It's a lifestyle. It is um, someone who just truly has a dream a heart a desire to serve god and to um, maybe give up a year or two of their life to really discern where is god calling them and what i think is beautiful about this you know full-time position is that not only are you helping others to become missionary disciples helping these young adult communities but the the person who is the missionary will also grow in their own faith and grow closer to god through having a life of prayer a life of sacraments um, constantly being in dialogue with christ have you already recruited all the missionaries, or are you still looking for more? We're still looking. <laughs> okay. So if somebody's interested in becoming a missionary, well, first of all, what are the requirements? I mean, the requirements is basically what I just said, a desire to truly follow God and to um, dedicate a year or two of your life to um, serving God in this very specific way. Um, and so the requirements are hopefully a young adult who um, – we either four years of college or four years active duty experience, and maybe you're in a time of transition, transitioning careers, transition transitioning out of the military, and um, yeah, the only other requirement is truly just a good relationship with Christ and a desire to grow. How does one apply? Great question. Um, email me is a great start, um, but you can visit www.millarch.org/missionaries. And through there, you can read up a little bit more, maybe a little more succinct of what I've been saying. And then um, there is a nice apply button, which will include sending an email to our resumes.org, or yes, resumes.org, and um, to include a cover letter and a resume. That's all. Now, let me make sure I understand. Once these missionaries go to an installation, they uh, attract, recruit, whatever the word is, missionary disciples. And the missionary disciples will remain at these locations, correct? At least as long as they're uh, assigned there for the military. Yes. And see, that's 
an interesting question because the military is so transient in nature. Um, you know, my husband is active duty and we've been married for almost eight years and we've moved six times. So, I mean, you're never really at a location for that long. And so I think a beautiful part of this um, initiative is that we're trying to create something consistent on the base because even chaplains are the ones moving every two to three years, one to two years as well. And so we're more hoping that the missionaries are kind of that consistent presence so that um, when they are creating these relationships with people and showing them moments of encounter with Christ, that the young adults, even if they are only there six weeks, six months, they still can remember, hey, I met that missionary at this one base. And when I moved to my next one, we don't have that, but I'm maybe I could start a Bible study. And so we're more hoping um, to kind of create that uh, foundation and confidence in the young adult that no matter where you are, you can be a missionary disciple. So once they qualify to be a missionary disciple and then they transfer, they can still do the same thing at their next duty station. Right. And and that qualification is just the confidence that, you know, I, I could invite one person to come to mass with me, or I could invite one person to say the rosary with me. It's just, it's growing in your own relationship so much with Christ to know that others deserve this relationship as well. Now, the missionaries, the ones who are charged to go out and attract, recruit mm-hmm. these missionary disciples, the missionaries, will they be based here in D.C. or will they be based uh, far and wide? So they will come to D.C. Um, and this year beginning September 6th here in D.C. and we will be doing a kind of intensive three-week training. We will train them in um, various topics, which I could tell you, the human formation, spiritual formation, relational pastoral formation, and apostolic and intellectual formation. So they'll kind of be grounded in those four topics to um, then after that, by November 1st is the goal, they'll go out to various installations and they will be, you know, to use a military term, stationed there for one to two years. Why are you targeting the young adult population? The military has one of the largest young adult populations of any other institution um, in the world. I think it's something along the lines of 60% of the military are ages 18 to 39. So, I mean, almost we have young adults on a silver platter, and a lot of them are, I mean, any young adult, especially in this current generation, the concept of identity is a huge part. I mean, that has people are still desiring to know what their identity is and to grow in that. And so with the missionaries, they're able to show that person, this young adult, your identity can still be a young adult active duty person. Your identity can still be your job, but it can be grounded in your relationship with Christ. It can be grounded in your Catholic faith. Um, And so we're targeting that young adult population so that as they grow in their own faith and they become leaders in the military, they're grounded in their relationship with Christ. Now, part of the job of both the missionaries and the missionary disciples will be to work with the chaplain on each location, right? Absolutely. So what kinds of support roles will they play insofar as the chaplain's duties go? Sure, that's a great question. And so a lot of, I mean, the beauty also of the military is every installation is very different, whether it's a training installation, so you have young adults there for six weeks who have no time, Um, the chaplain can only do so much the chaplain can only you know see this these 200 people once a week but while he's still doing confessions and offering sacraments he can't always um you know 
be at the same place, you know, we call it bilocate, and also be creating relationships or doing formation or you know doing an hour catechesis. So the missionaries can be that kind of extension of the priests, so that they, while missionaries of course can't do the sacraments, they can you know offer relationship, fellowship, accompaniment, um, a beer, a Bible study, while the priest is off you know doing what priests have to do, or um, other installations where maybe there's a more broad or spread out uh, community that um, these missionaries can, they're just kind of like a, like I said, a support of the chaplain to just do more. Each installation has its own personality, its own culture. Mm -hmm. I know from my own personal experience as a reporter, uh, hopscotching between ships in the Gulf, Mm. uh, they each would tell me that, you know, every culture on every ship is different. And a lot of it has to do with the skipper, right? He determines what what the culture is on that particular ship, but everyone is different. Um, so that's going to be a challenge for your missionaries to adjust as they go to different installations, right? Yes, it'll be a huge challenge, but also what a beautiful opportunity. Um, you know, we aren't telling you this is a program programmatic way to, you know, help people grow closer to Christ. No, it's it's here's a way for you to sit in front of the person in front of you and discern their unique needs. What does this person need? Does this person need to go to coffee and talk about, you know, their CO who's doing this X, Y, and Z? Or do you need to go, maybe they want to read a scripture and then talk about their relationship with their mom. You know, that's the, we're giving these missionaries, hopefully really wonderful training to be able to sit in front of a person and say, okay, this person doesn't just automatically need to go to mass this person needs to be held talked to walked with now uh, we hear a lot about the chaplain shortage Mm -hmm. there's not enough priests to go around uh, Mm -hmm. in all branches of the united states military so some installations uh, some uh, catholics who are deployed go weeks at a time without access to the sacraments or to a priest Uh, how does that figure into your plans for the missionaries do they help supplement uh, you know, the lack of, um, you know, chaplain support in the military? I mean, that's our dream, I would say. And you know, our overarching goal is, yes, so that we can help chaplains um, not feel so run down, so strung out, so spread so thin, that they have these people they can rely on, rely on and they can be confident that these missionaries are cultivating a authentic communi- community that is, you know, grounded in their Catholic faith. But also to kind of go back to the actual missionary as a person, you know, maybe the, there's young men who are missionaries who are just witnessing an incredible chaplain and they get to see all the beautiful work this chaplain is doing and, you know, God stirs in them, hmm, maybe, maybe I want to be a chaplain. Or women who are like, oh, maybe I want to dedicate my life to being a religious. And so there's also, you know, this underlying, um, in my own head, beautiful vision of you know, maybe we can get a few seminarians out of this, you know, who, because, I mean... The installations that we choose, the chaplain is the first person, the first requirement is a, a chaplain who has a heart for young people and who understands Archbishop's vision of evangelization. And so um, our installations are grounded in really extraordinary chaplains. It sounds like you've put a lot of thought and planning into this. Tell me a little bit about that. How, did, how have you gone about preparing for this new program? Well, I will say this idea, I believe, started about seven years ago um, with Casey Lee and Mark Matoiza in the Office of Evangelization of just looking at the shortage of chaplains, um, vocations, and also just 
the vast number of young adults who are turning away from the church and young adults in the military. And so, you know, fast forward seven years, I'm hired and now it's like, okay, this is a reality. We have, you know, Archbishop was, he, his vision for evangelization is really grounded in this. So his support has been incredible. And so, you know, it started off, I think I was hired on December 7th and three days later, I was on a plane with Casey off to a site visit. I was, you know, hit the ground running. And so the preparation has been visiting multiple military installations, um, you know, looking at what are best practices of other organizations that do this similar to, you know, like focus or net ministries, recruiting, recruiting has been a huge part because this is a beautiful vision, but we can't do it without wonderful people who want to be missionaries. And then also just cultivating really um, good relationships with chaplains, with installations and kind of networking to see how can we continue to grow this. Uh, some of the places you've been to installations both stateside and overseas yes yes we went to nsa bahrain um mark is the one who was kind enough to go there um but what's actually beautiful about that is uh, i was stationed there my husband and i were stationed there back in 2014 my uh, first daughter was actually born there but um, NSA Bahrain is a really interesting place because it's, I mean, it's an island off the coast of Saudi Arabia. It's isolated. And um, especially now in COVID times, I mean, what is a person supposed to do? You can't really travel that much. You can't go out. And with a lot of Oconus des- or destinations, a lot of Oconus <laughs> installations, um, some of them are destinations, um, you, they turn inward. They turn into their installation into their chaplain community because they can't go out in town necessarily. Maybe there's a language barrier or even a religious barrier. And so um, Archbishop is the one who really wanted to go um, overseas. And so NSA Bahrain was a really wonderful um, installation and it's definitely somewhere that we're looking to place missionaries um, possibly next fall, 2023. I got to spend a little time in Bahrain and it's a, kind of a playground, Bahrain is, for Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it's a place where you can have a beer or go out for a nice dinner in a restaurant. Not that you can't in Saudi Arabia, but Bahrain is a little more, what, westernized maybe? Yeah, yes. I, I, it's a little more, I mean, it has a Las Vegas feel. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I think that's what makes it a beautiful um place for missionaries because they can kind of ground people in their decisions you know especially when you're out with a paycheck for the first time what are you gonna do with that paycheck there's a lot of options right (laughs) so uh, how long do you expect each missionary to stay in that role um we say one to two years um two years is the ideal just because again that consistency is what we're really looking for for these young servicemen and women um and then of course that role can be extended to three four five years you mentioned as part of the training, um, the missionaries you're going to be sending into these locations are part of their job is to uh, deal with a culture that, uh, you know, Catholicism, the free exercise of religion is no longer, uh, what, as popular as it used to be? That's fair. And uh, that's not only among the population, but among the military itself. It's like all of our institutions in society have become more secularized mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure you're going to be preparing them for how to deal with this 
Yes. And I think the biggest preparation we can do, of course, I mean, we want to stay from all of the bad trigger words, proselytization, things like that. There will be no pushing of the faith by any means. Instead, it's more of an invitation. You know, we're having this event and, you know, we'll just, I'll just keep using Bishop Barron and Beer because those are two great things. You know, we're having this event. You're more than welcome to come. Or, you know, looking at um, young adults who maybe have Roman Catholic on their dog tags, but haven't gone to mass in five, six years. Um, and so in, it's building authentic relationships with people before you're even trying to talk about faith. Um, because I think one of the biggest uh, stressors for young adults, and I think anyone in this world right now, is isolation. It is this feeling of a lack of community. I'm alone in this. No one else feels like this. When in reality, for the most part, we all are probably feeling very similar. And so having now, that's why we use the word accompaniment a lot with this whole initiative, is having these missionaries to accompany people, to walk with them, to create a relationship with them that is authentic, kind, generous, so that there's a trust in there that's like, well, why why is this missionary so kind, so authentic? And then that kind of, you know, bleeds into, oh, well, I pray an hour a day. I really love Christ. I love the sacraments. I receive Eucharist as often as possible. And then it kind of creates a little intrigue in that young adult. So walk me through uh, what it would be like for this team of four. They go to an installation. Uh, how long can they expect to be there? What will be their first, um, you know, things they have to get done? What will be their list of priorities? Are, are they going to, you know, live right off the base, or uh, will they be at every one of the masses? How will the, um, the the young adults in the military learn of their presence? Sure. So that's a the great question, especially that last key, how they learn of their presence. One of the biggest things we have heard from every single chaplain, as well as most of the um, active duty people on base, is the lack of communication. A lot of people show up to base um, or their installation, their post, and they don't even know when mass is just because there's that lack of communication. And so, you know, we're hoping these young adults can kind of sever that and be like, maybe here's a QR code, here's a uh, a better bulletin, or maybe they are at every single mass showing them. And so to kind of walk you through a day in the life, and again, this is going to vary from, you know, different installations, but it's grounding first and foremost your day in prayer, you know, starting with morning prayer, um, team prayer, I think growing as a team. I was a missionary myself um, with an institution and your team is, is your family during that year. So having fellowship with your own team is important. And so, you know, you're having, you know, maybe your breakfast and prayer with them. Then you're going to a holy hour where you get to sit before the Blessed Sacrament and, again, ground yourself in prayer. And then, you know, you get to know the chaplain. What are the chaplain's needs? Where are the young adults? Are they off playing basketball? Are they at the gym? Are they in the cafeteria? You know, where is the chaplain having a hard time reaching young adults? Where is the disconnect, and how can the missionaries fill that gap? Will they be able to come and go off base? How are we going to arrange that? Yes, and well, so every installation that we are with, um, to get very technical, we're going to have a memorandum of agreement or of understanding. I've learned this is a very military thing to do, um, <laughs> where it's kind of laid out where can the missionaries go, um, how often are they allowed on base. Um, this is very similar if anyone has gone to any of our military academies that have had focus missionaries on there. They get, you know, you get a special pass that you can go on and off base. Um, and so with an agreement with whatever installation we are at, that is kind of how that is figured out. Given any thought, uh, hurdles, obstacles that they'll encounter as they initiate this new initiative? Oh, I, 
had plenty. <laughs> At least the ones you can think of, right? Of course, and we haven't even started. No, uh, there'll be, uh, of course, there's going to be pushback from the young adults in general who, again, like you said, are unaffiliated. They don't want to go to church. They don't care. They're going to. I they mean, want other people to go to church either. Exa- exactly. <laughs> so, you know, our missionaries, what we can say, might become professionals in rejection. And that is quite all right. Because for every 10 rejections, you'll get one person yes. And, you know, we can look at, you know, Jesus and the, the woman with the one coin or the one lamb. Um, and, I mean, I'm sure there'll be other, other hurdles with even uh, senior leadership at installations. Granted, we haven't necessarily come across this yet, but, you know, senior leaders who aren't uh, Christian, who don't have a faith, who don't fully understand why. Why do we need missionaries? And and for that, our, our answer, answer usually is, well, don't you need spiritual readiness? Isn't that a huge part? You know, if you're physical fitness, you need your spiritual fitness. That is a tenet in every single um, branch of the military's, you know, foundations of what they need. So that's kind of how we are hoping to tackle that uh, hurdle. Have you filled any of the positions yet? Any of them? <laughs> we have had um, some really good interviews. So we're starting with virtual interviews. And we've had some really great interviews in which we have invited them to come to in-person interviews, which will be happening this August. Um, so we're very hopeful. And then we have a few more that are lined up, virtual interviews. And then by, we're hoping, August 12th to the 19th, we will have offered the position to however many people have fully come and, you know, praise the Lord that they accept. I'm talking about Kenzie Moss, the young adult missionary coordinator here at the Archdiocese for the military services. And we're talking about the Archdiocese's new missionary initiative starting this year. Uh, and you say you'll start with one team, is that correct? Or, or you said four to seven? Yes. So that would be what, two teams almost? Yes, so we have two installations that we can readily send missionaries to. Um, we are just waiting on God's providence. I'm sitting in his trust. Um, but if we would like to have at least teams of four, so the first four to seven people will go to one installation. And then if we breach into the eight to ten people, we'll be able to send it to and once again, someone who wants to apply for this uh, role, uh, what do they do? Please go to www.millarch.org missionaries. Um, you can read up a little bit more, and then there is an apply button where you will send your resume and a cover letter. Um, that will come to me and my, co- my colleagues, and um, then we'll reach out to you for a virtual interview. Mackenzie Moss, Young Adult Missionary Coordinator here at the Archdiocese for the Military Services. We've been talking about the um, Archdiocese New Missionary Initiative. Thank you so much for talking to me, and I hope that uh, maybe a year from now we'll do we'll do another podcast, and yes. uh, you can update us on how it's uh, going, and perhaps maybe one of your missionaries could uh, join us next time. Oh, I love that vision. Thank you so much, and thank you for the prayers. Thank you.